HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. today count on it just off of the fabulous meat tour i'm back i'm ready to go <laughs> welcome back how was your tour of it the, was, the west it was awesome you know we were out promoting the carnivores manifesto the carnivores uh, manifesto i don't think i've heard that yet. <laughs> tell me more <laughs> well it's a book i worked on with um, our corporate uh, master patrick martins founder of heritage radio and slow food usa and of course heritage foods and it's his book the carnivores manifesto and we were out in portland and san francisco and i've never eaten more meat in my life he was sending Prosciutto's ahead to greet us in every city, wow. in every town. Are you a little uh, bound up now? We're going for the couples <laughs> couples colonic, Patrick and I. <laughs> but it's the first week in my life that I never ate any pizza. Oh, right. <laughs> a, a tragedy we're about to remedy. Yeah. Yes, thank goodness. Um, but we're back here today with one of our very favorite guests. How, how many times have you been on, Gary? This is, I think, the third appearance. The third yeah. appearance. Yeah. A hat trick. I love to play on your show, man. We love to have you. So uh, welcome to Gary Lucas, uh, guitar player extraordinaire, very uh, well known for his work with Jeff Buckley and Captain Beefheart and his band Gods and Monsters, who are celebrating 25 years this week at Les Poissons Rouge. Yeah, Friday uh, we have a special 25th silver anniversary show, and uh, Mike is going to actually appear on... Theremin, he's a legendary theremin player extraordinaire. Basically, I make a fucking rocket. He does. It's good. It's like, you know, it's all uh, good. We also have, uh, well, the band, the core band, is like quite the avant super group with Ernie Brooks from the Modern Lovers on bass guitar, Jason Candler from the Hungry March Band on alto sax, Billy Ficka from television on drums, and augmenting this lineup, especially for this gig. D-Pop is going to sit in uh, from the Bush Tetras on percussion. 
And I have a, a whole raft of interesting singers, amazing talents, and also players. The legendary Khaki King acoustic guitar goddess is going to sit in with us on a couple of numbers. And uh, also my pal, this great, great singer-songwriter, Jan Close, who's up for the Independent Music Awards this year. He's going to sit in. A great singer, Felice Rosser, from the band Faith, who we've worked with in the past. It's also going to be there, Giesburg, who's on my original Edge of Heaven 30s Chinese pop album. He's going to come and lay some Chinese pop on y'all from <laughs> Shanghai by way of Salzburg, Austria, which is where she hails from. I have a great choreographer, dancer, Maura Mendel, who's going to like uh, do some tripsichorean, lay some tripsichorean rhythm on you. Because what the hell am I getting involved with? Yes. Right? And, uh, God, uh, have I left anybody out? There must be some That's other It's like a night of a thousand stars. Yeah, a lot what? of like turns. I love to be, you know, kind of a ringmaster. And invite people up to strut their stuff in my shows. It's sort of been a, a, you know, a hallmark of Gods and Monsters over the years. I couldn't believe I was you know, so happy to be invited to the 20th anniversary. Yeah. And God bless us, everyone, five That's years ago. Right. And there I was fi- found myself on stage with you know, members of television and the Modern sure. Lovers and uh, Suicide. And, yeah, we had Alan and, and, Vega. And, you know, and, and Lenny Kay Lenny was there. Kay was like, what the John fuck did Spencer? I ever do to deserve this? This is like, how lucky am I? How did that happen? Because you're a great guy. Oh. Also, we think that it's important you know, to keep the you know continuity with the people who still count in this fair uh, environment over here, uh, or let's say urban conurbation known as New York City. We like to like you know Oy vey. and boost our friends. You know they should be better known. All right these on. people I mentioned. Well, you know, you know, you Judy know? is a very famous dancer. Actually, she's performed at the Whitney. I have in the wow, Whitney well, Biennial. I was star of the Whitney Biennial. Really? really? No, Come on really. up and cut a few Diddy Rams. You know, <laughs> bring your buddy. Bring your buddies Jarvis and uh, Bowie. Jarvis Bowie and uh, who? Who? Oh, John Cameron Mitchell. I'll bring him too. <laughs> cool. So, uh, Gary, why don't we get right to it? You want to whip something on us? Maybe right, some of yeah. that Chinese pop, or what do you got well, for us? I got a little. Let's see. I was in a Stones mood here.
that was better than anything that happened on the Stones last oh, tour. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't play that many notes in their entire like New Zealand leg of that tour. I guess I saw some <laughs> clips on the internet. I know they had a shaky start, but you know, anyway, it, it happens. I did this. Oh, you're, you're, you're far too kind. <laughs> I have to say, uh, I just want to plug. There is a record. This is not on it, but I did a lot of work down in Bogota, Colombia, for their original manager, producer, Andrew Lou Goldham, who actually turned down appearing uh, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremonies in Cleveland. Recently, he was up for an award. He was given an award in absentia by Peter Asher uh, as a legendary manager. They have a new category. Brian Epstein also was inducted uh, posthumously. And uh, Andrew, true to his punk roots, I mean, he's one of the one of the prime mover founders of punk. You know, before it had a name, didn't show up. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, we worked on a record of Stone songs done a, a little bit uh, in a Latin style, and that was one of the uh, things I arranged for him. Well, I guess it was only about time before the Rock and Roll Mall of Fame mall started of fame. handing out uh, you know awards to people who were just on the business side of the music business. What's next? Are going to give an award to like Warner Brothers and uh, you know the major labels? Woo! Yeah, Blue Thumb. Let's yeah. have a Blue Thumb Records. You know, I, I, I really, it really is just like that whole fucking operation is like a real thumb in my eye. Uh, you know, well, I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind going to look at Jimi Hendrix's guitar, but the whole concept of you know putting something like Billy Joel on a pedestal is just just this you know oh dear. well uh, let's you know we could really get into a slag fest here but we're not we're on the positive tips I'm on a positive tip I'm like only saying nice things about everybody <laughs> trying They're redefining what it means to be an old Jew being nice to everyone <laughs> yeah, well okay. I guess I qualify for that alright you and me baby no. Jews with hats that's right that's right <laughs> You had a book out too, but uh, yeah, you talk about a little okay, bit. Okay, now this exciting. this book came out uh, in October. It's entitled "Touched by Grace: My Time with Jeff Buckley." It was first published in Italian under the title "Touched by Grace: La Mia Musica con Jeff Buckley," and then I arranged for a publication through Jawbone Press, really good indie book publisher in England and uh, it's over here through some people that you were associated with at one time that's okay the Hal Leonard Corporation are distributing it they're doing a great job and it's actually selling I'm told which is nice so uh, it covers very uh, thoroughly the period when I worked with Jeff on uh, he was in Gods and Masters there for a year and we co-wrote Grace Mojo Pin we actually did about 12 songs together so, if anything you want to know <laughs> concerning my uh, relationship up close and personal is all there in the book. And it's getting great, great response. Four it, it, stars in Mojo magazine. That's excellent. And it is, it is a great book. When are you going to write the book about uh, your life with Don Van Vliet? Oh, well, also I don't known know as Captain about, Before. Yeah, it's, it's, I think I have like certainly a great love and affection for Don. I think he should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, actually. He should be the only uh, one in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He should have his own wing yeah. of the Smithsonian. Yeah. The Smithsonian Institute Blues just I playing agree. Non-stop. I agree. All right. All right. So, but I think that'll be part of a larger, longer memoir that's about a lot of, oh, let's say, stories that I just, you know, accumulated or happened to me. I mean, along the, the wonderful, you know, that's an excellent bumpy plan, road though. of the music. A memoir. Huh? A, a full-on memoir. Yeah, Gary, so I mean, no, I've been everyone. working on it. I've been working on it. I, I, I'm I'm well into it, 
But first, we want to really, you know, continue to promote the current book that's out there. But uh, as you know, I mean, it's like a record distributor. You know, you got to have one in the pipeline before they start paying, yeah. you, et cetera. So. Uh, well, one thing I, lo- I was really happy when we first met. I mean, my introduction to you was through Captain Beefheart and yeah. through uh, you know, the guitar solos on uh, Docket Radio Station. Uh-huh. Which and I remember reading in um, it was Musician Magazine. Remember Musician Magazine? Yeah. Which um, an idea of a magazine for musicians, which obviously I, I arranged was actually, for that. It was actually a pretty good magazine. But yeah, the concept was. that musicians would actually read something that was obviously you know, an <laughs> for failure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, but I remember. I never forget the story though. And you were talking about it's like, oh, it was like eighteen hours of practice a day for six months, and you know you have your fingers bleeding and yeah. it was like this crazy story based on like a snippet of piano music right and that's how you know, well that's how a lot of it got done you know because john uh was not really a schooled musician and in fact one of his great comments was if you want to be a different fish you got to jump out of the school right <laughs> i mean he would send me tapes of him playing the piano or whistling over the phone and i'd have to tape him or scat singing <laughs> i mean imagine a guy going okay uh play this on guitar <laughs> okay, you know, there wasn't a lot of musical notes to hang on there. I mean, in some of these things, or whistling, like, you know, call you up at two in the morning and, like, get your tape recorder, man. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. Sort of well, like gone with it. the wind. It was just sort of there in the tinkling, like mercury tinkling in the wind. Yeah. Well, it worked out okay. And I saw you play at the so, Beacon Theater, and that was the yeah. first time I ever saw you play. Uh, yeah. I remember James Blood Almer opened up that night at the yeah. Beacon Theater. First time I saw him, that kind of knocked that was a great my night. socks off, too. It was, it was great. November 1980. Yeah. I got, I very, I got very lucky, well. I, you know, Beautiful. To, to be there. I couldn't find, and no one in my high school wanted to go with me. It was unbelievable. When when Captain Beefheart wow. was on Saturday Night Live, they didn't like and it. I left a keg party to watch it because it meant so much to me. You know, like like it, like it does when you're a teenager. It's like, oh my God, Devo's going to be on. I had to run to go right. see it. Like, right. Captain Beefheart meant so much to me. That's probably the last greatest avant-garde moment on network television. It was. It was brutal. It was brutal. When we finished, listen, when Ashtray Hart finished, and you go to listen to see the recording of it it might be on youtube you can hear a very audible person in the audience going shit <laughs> loudly and don kind of doffs his hat and bows no, that version, crazily, the, version of, you know. the version of hothead the band turned out it's, 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 it's brutal but you know afterwards that kid came up to us and said i'm the guy who yelled shit i'm really sorry i just never heard music like that before <laughs> i didn't know how to react you know so he, he well was, you excited him that's good yeah well we tried but then Sad to say, the next night we played up in, uh, where was it? Oh, yeah, we went up to play in uh, Ithaca. and uh, Oh, no, sorry, Albany. Albany, New York. <laughs> and it was about, you know, 15 people. Well, Albany's a This is after being seen on television. Saturday Live. 70 million people, they said, you know, were the viewing the audience. Beacon Theater. And the promoters, like, were, like, hovering angrily in the parking lot, you know, glaring at us as we were, like, packing our stuff up to leave their club. And Don said to me, Hey man, grab your guitar pa- case because these guitar cases make excellent battering rams. <laughs> <laughs> he was prepared for the worst, you know. Yeah, well, we were clearing off, but crazy know. stuff. Hey, can you play us uh, maybe a little uh, yeah. beef heart uh, something? Beef heart, I didn't it. bring my beef heart. Like uh, you didn't bring the, like the, that, uh, you didn't bring uh, the glass finger. Tag. No, no, but I got another one. I think you like it's. Uh, let's see. Music goes round and round,
All right, Gary Lucas here at Arts and Seizures. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to hear Wild Rumpus. What are we going to hear? Oh, another, this another... is uh, from our latest record, Wild Rumpus, me and Colleen Cosmo Murphy, DJ Cosmo, and it's a double vinyl slab of fun on Bitches Brew, and this is called, name of the record is Musical Blaze Up. This one is called Rock the Joint. All right, Wild Rumpus, Gary Lucas, Judy McGuire, Mike Edison here on Arts and Seizure. Let it roll. Super awesome. Speaking of super awesome, who's in the studio with us today, Mike? The great Gary Lucas. Can you dig it? Man, music just pours out of this man.
has stiff little fingers today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us about that piece, Gary. That's a Chinese pop piece uh, originally recorded by Joe Schwen, a great diva of the early Shanghai cinema, sound cinema. And it's called Night in Shanghai. And I played in Shanghai twice. And uh, everyone knows that song over there. And uh, God's Masters, the last appearance that we had was at the BAM Fisher Space. Last October, we sold out two nights with the band plus two fantastic singers all the way from Shanghai, uh, Sally Kwok and Mo Hai Jin. And uh, we pitched it, <laughs> really, to the Chinese community. We had uh, extensive previews in the Chinese newspapers uh, around town, and lo and behold, we sold out. So uh, I can only there's assume- clips from that on YouTube. Just plug in Gary Lucas, The Edge of Heaven, bam. Because Jews love Chinese food. I'm assuming that was your entree into the world of Chinese food. No, the re- my entree was I was married to a Chinese woman, you know, wrecked my life. My first wife, <laughs> uh, who now is the manager of uh, the number one Chinese movie star, Zhang Ziyi. That's her meal ticket. <laughs> That's her... You could have been, uh, you could have been, you could have been a Hong Kong action star. Well, Instead, you decided to hitch your wagon to Don Van Vliet. <laughs> she took my last name. What can I tell you? She was crazy, but we both of us actually worked with Don, and Don used to really like her. And you know, well, there was there wasn't there a lot of like Chinese uh, opera is. influence on Doctor Yeah, yeah, mentioned? because she got uh, both of us found some opera gongs up on Forty Eighth Street at the Percussion Center that were from China, some Chinese opera gongs, and so we gifted down with them and he used them and wrote a track called Sheriff of Hong Kong. I remember him beating the shit out yeah. of those gongs at the beginning of that song in concert. He <laughs> played them at the Beacon Theater in yeah, fact, yeah. that show. Yeah, he liked it and uh, that track was a good one. All right, on. Um, God's Monsters again coming up this Friday night at La Poisson Rouge and um, 8 to 10 8 folks. to 10 it was a retrospective I remember last time it was, there was a lot of solo a lot I'm gonna start solo there was some of, some of your electronic and of course yeah, yeah. Um, we we're talking about you know Shanghai Cinema you've done a lot of soundtrack work and, and I think Honestly, Gary, I think that's like some of your best work you've ever Thank done. You. And lately, it's—I mean—going to see you play against silent films. I've seen you at Lincoln Center and uh, way the hell uptown at Ike's, uh, Reverend Ike's Church. That was something else. Yeah, but you've been yeah. to you've been to Cuba how many times? You've been to like Transylvania. You were in Transylvania playing Drac- silent Dracula. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. Okay, these are good gigs. No, these are good gigs. <laughs> no, I've and played in forty countries to date, including India, China, Cuba. Where are you going next? The next out of town date is going to be in. Uh, most likely Holland. And Holland was always my stomping grounds. Holland was a beautiful country, remains a beautiful country. They f- really discovered my work in late 80s, early 90s. I started working over there, and they got behind it in a big way. So for years, I have continued to enjoy playing there. That's a lovely, lovely country. So uh, I should be... Announcing these dates come up. They'll probably be in mid-October. I have out-of-town dates here, though. I mean, I'll tell you, the next show I'm doing after the show in New York, July 4th, I'm out in Barbez, which is sort of this neck of the woods, right? Yeah, in Williamsburg. It's in Williamsburg. Playing with a great Mongolian buryat singer named Namgar, who's pretty spectacular, throat singing, you know, just phenomenal. So come, that's on Independence Day. Going to celebrate it uh, Chinese style. 
Mongolian and, throat singer. Yeah. He could probably get get around some of those b songs. Probably. And then I'm doing a gig out a private uh, golf course out <laughs> in Bridgehampton. Oh, 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 it's oh, great. The prodigal it's son a, returns yeah, home. Okay. Well, no, it's not my... I don't... I'm not a sports person in that sense, I, and certainly not golf. But... Uh, and that's with a new project called Fleischer Eye, which is soundtracks from uh, Max Fleischer... Betty Boop and Popeye cartoons. Wow. Phenomenal singer, uh, Sarah Stiles, who's a star from Broadway. And uh, she was Little Red Riding Hood at the uh, Shakespeare in the Park last summer at the Delacroix Theater in Stephen Sondheim's Into the Woods. And that's with my partner, Joe Fiedler. Fiedler, I should say. I'm thinking of Arthur Fiedler. I don't know why. <laughs> Joe Fiedler, who played trombone with me in Fast and Bulbous. He does the arrangements for Brass. It's a really cool project. And then in September, I have on the schedule a tribute to Jeff Buckley here in New York City, back at Le Poisson Rouge, uh, September 19th, doing music of Jeff Buckley and Gary Lucas. Aren't we due to do a Captain Beefheart night? Remember, we got, uh, we got We're Rain probably going to put that on there right, we got, again. Do we, do yeah, we, we that's got, right. Well, we got Slammer Hurricane, Hurricane Sandy. And we still have a remake. No, we're going to reschedule that. That's true. Okay. I gotta talk to the knitting factory. Oh yeah, and then there's a gig with this uh, great my version of Hungarian band Debort. I made a record with them in Budapest, and uh, they're coming. I think uh, the date on that one is the 22nd. It's the day after the Fleischerag. Anyway, just go to GaryLucas.com. <laughs> And look at the calendar there. And you you'll travel see. more and make more music yeah, than any person no, I know. With more great and some premieres. I got a Frankenstein soundtrack at United Palace Theater on Halloween up in Harlem. Hell up in Harlem, hundred and seventy fifth and Broadway. Watching, rolling watching that the Spanish Dracula was dynamite. Thank so you. everyone. Yeah, you were there. Okay, we got to come to Frankenstein. Uh, that's right. Man. It's a different. That's right. I'm one of those friends who can make it above one hundred and seventy fifth right. Street to go see you play. <laughs> I'm at the AFI Silver Theater, American Film Institute Theater, and. <laughs> Silver Spring, Maryland, on November 1st, doing the my premiere of a score for Carl Dreyer's Vampire, and also Spanish Dracula, and I'm doing some Cine Fantastic music there. It's like Vampire Night or something. I think we're going to get some uh, soundtrack music out of your guitar before we go, but first, though, uh, we forgot to talk about the Peter Hamill uh, record, which is oh, like yeah, this great Oh, yeah, let me tell you, this is a ma- great masterpiece. project I did with the legendary vocalist leader of Vandergraaf Generator. He was my boyhood hero. And I know, I it doesn't him. stop, right, Judy? It's, like, it's crazy. You have so much stuff going on. Well. And your fingers don't bleed. They must be like little callous, so calloused. And... I, they're, they're callous, but I find the calluses are better than picks, you know? <laughs> I'm a flash guy as far as, like, I don't like finger picks. Like... Right, so this is from the album Cine Fantastic. Oh, anyway, I made a record called <laughs> Otherworld with Peter. Which is fantastic and getting all sorts of four and five star reviews. It got us on the cover of Guitar Player last month and a cover of the Rock Society magazine in England. Prague magazine did a whole feature on us. I just did a show with them in Portugal in Guvaya and we're playing Mexico City. November 23rd, I think, is the well, day. We'll be there. It's hard to remember these dates. <laughs> we'll be there, right, Judy? I would love to be there. Well, love to go bells. back to Mexico. You know, once again, it's been the fastest half hour on the internet, and the pizza's here. Pizza's here, I smell it. P- pizza's here, so... That's a, I'll take it at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gary Lucas, Arts and Seizures.
here to stay. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.